Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. In this week's episode, me, Randy, and Megan sit down to discuss learning to love who you are as well as learning to love ourselves. We tell stories of our own trials and tribulations with learning who we are and trying to love who that person is. And hopefully we can give you some helpful tips and tricks to help you learn to love who you are. If you haven't already, give us a follow on our social medias on Facebook at The Legion Lifestyle Podcast or Instagram, The Legion Lifestyle, or give my personal Instagram follow at I'm Dean and so can you. All of us over here really want to bring you into the show. So let us know what you want to hear on the next episode of Legion Lifestyle. If you guys have anything that you would like to talk about with me personally, Randy or Megan, or even any of the guests that we've had, let us know in the comments or send us a message on our social media pages and we'll get back to you so we can incorporate you into the show. With that being said, let's get in this week's episode. Hope you enjoy. Men and women of the Legion, welcome to Legion Lifestyle. Together, we can grow the Legion. Together, we can change the world. Together, we can unlock our true potential. Now, how do we do that? By sharing the show, by spreading the word about our mission to leave the world better than we found it, by inspiring you to live the Legion Lifestyle. That is the way of the Legion. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Legion Lifestyle. Joining me today, Randy and Maggie. Introduce Hi. yourselves. How are you doing? Hi, I'm Randy. Welcome. Should we clap? Um, and and uh, Megan? Those were my Hi. cheeks. My I'm butt cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you always interrupting me? Because that was my butt cheeks. No. Hey, what I got butt a, cheeks? I got a joke what? for you. Hey. What does the interrupting cow say? Moo? Well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, where was it? Um, if we fail, this is no surprise. I don't, you told, I don't think you told that joke right. No, you're supposed to say what, and as you say what, oh, I was supposed to yell. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Um, I got it. Okay. Just Anyways. an FYI, Dean's had a drink or two before we started this. Yeah, I was. I, cause I had a, a glass of whiskey over lunch with you, and then I was having tea, and then I was like, I'm just gonna put like a quarter of a shot in here. So what kind of whiskey? You, you didn't. You okay, didn't get no so bottom shelf stuff. It's like a. Hans and Schiller or something like that. It's basically a pre-made, um, old-fashioned, made with Buffalo Trace. It's honestly delicious. Okay. It's uh, I don't know why, because like I'm not, I didn't didn't drink it for the alcohol. I just drank because like uh, it, it tastes good. Yeah. It tastes good. Um, what every alcohol is. <laughs> I mean, you're right. I have devolved. I have gone back. You're right. No, I'm kidding. No, it's just good. <laughs> We've gotten uh, way off. All right. <laughs> Anyways, I have a quote to start this one off for everybody. Right. Um, this is by Neil Gaiman. The only thing that you have that nobody else has is you, your voice, your mind, your story, your vision. So write, draw, build, play, dance, and live as only you can. Kind of sounded like you said Neil Diamond. I mean, yeah. Kinda. Diamond. If you replace the G with the D, we're replace the G a... with an H. It <laughs> <laughs> took me a second. It <laughs> <laughs> took me a second. <laughs> I'm so disappointed in both of you. <laughs> you both just like, looked at me. Wait, You're like, this guy's stupid. <laughs> there is literally like a waiting processing sign Yo, above just, our heads. You just sent me to the video game loading screen there. <laughs> <laughs> I hope the, I hope the audience appreciates that. Uh, they, I hope somebody does. Somebody has to appreciate you somewhere because I know it's not Megan. Yeah, that's for sure. We're getting divorced. <laughs> but yeah, no, that quote is it's it, it's very meaningful and it touches on today's topic, which is learning to love who you are. 
because I don't think a lot of people really do these days. I think so many people out there anymore, they just go day to day, not really understanding who they are, not learning who they are and loving who they are. And especially with social media, we see so many things and so many uh, other ideas that aren't our own. And we see these representations of people and we in these lives that we want and we can't get because they're, they're not ours. They're not yours. And so we never find out who we truly are. But we're all individuals. We all have our own lives and our own paths. And they're all beautiful if you learn to take the time to accept them. I think one of the big issues nowadays with people is that they like themselves based on the idea of like how pe- other people and like how they're viewed through social media. That's how they view themselves and like themselves based off of other people's perception of them rather than their own perception of themselves. So it's not a real like love that they have for themselves. It's what everybody yeah. else feels that they like about them. And they use that to say like, oh, I love this about myself. But it's what other people are saying, not necessarily what they actually love about themselves. Well, you look at so many people that are social media famous and they have all the followers and they get every time they post, they get the millions of likes or millions of views or whatever it is. And you talk to them and I've seen a lot of interviews with people that I've looked up to in social media and even they aren't happy. They have all these things, all this success, all this money, but they still aren't happy because the likes don't give you the happiness. The money doesn't give you the happiness, the cars, the girls, whatever it is. The only thing that can make you happy is you and learning to love who you are. And that's where I have come uh, to view myself as a very successful individual because I've taken the time to figure out who I am and figure out my own values, my own core beliefs, and what I want out of life. And I have taken the time to just learn to love me as I am right now. And that's only going to help drive me further. Where a lot of people, a lot of my friends even, they don't know who they are. And they don't take the time to learn who they are. And it's like I always say, and one of the reasons I haven't dated in so long is because I've always said, you can't love somebody else if you can't at first love yourself. And so many people go through these temporary relationships over and over because they don't love who they are and they don't know who they are until they go into getting another relationship or another friendship or another hobby or whatever it is or new job or sport because like, okay, if I get this thing, it's going to make me happy but they are happy with themselves before. So why they're not going to be happy with this new thing, you know? Yeah. And it's, it's a big concept to tackle, you know, loving yourself. Um, I don't know. It's, it's, it's hard. I think once upon a time, one episode, we talked about like, um, like the mantras and stuff like that, creating like new neural pathways where even if you don't believe yourself right off the bat, just like telling yourself like, I love like drive to work and on your way to work, pick out five things that you like about yourself. I like my long hair. I like my, you know, big toe. I like, you know, my witty personality, whatever the hell it may be. Pick five things about yourself and just repeat them to yourself. And you will actually create new neural pathways in your brain that, that appreciate those things. Cause you know, fake it till you make it. Well, yeah. I, th- I think they do exercises like that where it's like, t- tell me three things that you like about yourself. And like that literally trips people up. It like is. they can't it's even name three hard. things. Like it is. It's actually yeah. incredibly hard if you're not, if you're not used to it. Or if you're not prepared for it. But it's yeah. like, you know, I do the same thing. Like you, you're at, I was, like you said, I thought you were actually asking. I'm like, I, I really like my beard. I really like my personality. I really like where I'm going in life. And so it's like, it's easy to do when you think about it. And something that I've always said and heard but a people lot that of, don't love themselves, they, they 
can do that. They don't even know yeah. who they are to be able to answer that question about them. So that's why they're like, uh, uh, and you're like, well, just now, can't think of anything? Dean had three real things that he could hit off the bat. Yeah. I was just pulling out random shit because I was like, I don't fucking know. She's yeah. like, I like, I like Dr. Pepper. <laughs> <laughs> no, about you, Megan. Not your bad habits. <laughs> I said, no, hey, but, I haven't uh, had a Dr. Pepper hey, in like two weeks. Hell yeah. Woo-hoo. Proud of you. But no, for me, it's like um, negativity breeds negativity. Positivity breeds positivity. Mm-hmm. And so if you're constantly negative and constantly saying all these bad things about yourself, and about the world and about everything around you, and that's all you're going to see. It's, it's one of the reasons I don't watch news or any any type of news outlets I don't pay attention to because negativity sells. People like the drama. They like the negativity. They, they like the bad things about the world. And so I don't watch the news because if you're looking at all this negative negativity all of the time, then that's all you're going to see around you. Mm-hmm. It's like I always tell people that I don't have them like, well, do you pay attention to the world? And they're like, well, yeah. I'm like, stop. Go outside, mm-hmm. put the phone down, go outside, look around. You'll realize the world is a lot better and a lot more beautiful than you think it is. I mean, yeah, you can build your own surroundings these days. Like, you don't yeah. have to pay attention to that shit. You can choose to just surround yourself with, you know, I mean, I think rainbows you should, and flowers. Yeah, and, you should be aware of, of the yeah. world and the current standings of things. But at the same time, you to should agree. Yeah, you should devote your, your day-to-day of yeah. like, well, do you see what's happening in Ukraine right now? I'm like... That sucks for them, but you're not. What, what can you do? Are right you now? in Ukraine? How is that exactly. personally affecting you right at this moment? And it's like something I've said many times. That first precept of Dokoro is accept everything just the way it is, because of some like shit like that you have no control over. So like, why why worry? Why why care when you you can't be happy with yourself? Like once you're happy inside, you can worry about things outside. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and typically people that aren't happy, they're normally a pessimist about everything everything's always in they're always going to spin something to be a negative no matter yeah. what it is and yeah. it's it's a, a skill that once you attain it you have to continuously work to re retain it sorry words are hard um because whether you choose to or not you're always changing and evolving whether that's for better or for worse you know if you're actively not trying to better yourself you're probably backsliding into a maybe less desirable version of yourself. So maybe it's a little bit harder for you to keep picking and choosing those things that you love about yourself. So, yeah. Or, or the opposite, you know, that's why I wanted to touch base on like, it's about like loving yourself because like you're constantly evolving and changing and you're finding new things. So like, you're not ever going to be the same person. You're going to find all these great things, but like typically people that are negative, they pick the same negative things about themselves. Even yeah. though they, they've changed over time. like I mean, I do that. I yeah, do that all the time. We talked about it today. I was super down on myself because my diet's been really clean because we're getting ready to go to Florida and shit like that. And I know we ride this same train constantly. Like, my weight fluctuates like a motherfucker. Like, you know, I've talked about it on here. Sometimes a difference of like five, six pounds in a week. And I was super down on myself this morning because I was up like a pound and a half or some shit like that. But it did. It got me really down when I was like at the gym and I'm like, man, this is so frustrating. It makes me want to give up. Like, why is this happening? Like, I've cut out all of these. Like, I don't eat fucking fast food. I haven't had like sugar and Dr. Pepper and like all this other shit. Like my diet is like purely like protein with a little bit of fat sprinkled in. We need bigger poops. poops. (laughs) (laughs) So I was like, why am I not continually making progress? So but and I have to sit here and tell him like, look, we go through this every week. Your weight fluctuates and it always comes back down. And it's it's an it's an inches game. You know what I mean? Like it's going to be you're just going to inch a little bit closer towards like knocking a little bit off each time. But 
she also realizes that when I'm like, when we do this, sometimes I was like, you're, you, you get really consistent for a short period of time and then you kind of fall back. You know what I mean? And because so like, I hit the plateau, I don't see the progress and I'm like, fuck this. And that I'm like, is literally the yeah. cycle that I, and I'm like, when you hit that plateau, you hit that fucker hard. That way you can bust through. You keep hitting that plateau hard. Yeah. Like you, you keep at it, and it's gonna end up breaking. Like yeah, plateaus are there for a reason. Mix a little bit something up, change it, but then don't stop. Mm-hmm. Just keep at it. Yeah, yeah, and that goes exactly with people trying to fix their own positivity and their their mental space about that. Yeah. Ooh, nice segue. Like yeah, it. Thanks, thanks. <laughs> Is they they do these things for a short period of time. They try to better themselves, and they do good. They do really good at it. Temporary fixes. And then they they hit a plateau. They hit one little thing. They fucking stub their toe, and boom, all that progress is gone. World's over. And it's just like we say, we compare to the fitness all the time. Same thing with mental space. You mm-hmm. have to build foundations, and you have to you have to do something, and you have to keep keep and continuously doing it because you're not going to fix your bad mental state. You're not going to fix your mega negativity or your self-hatred overnight, you, it's mm-hmm. going to take a lot of time because you've been hating yourself for such a long time. And I honestly, even though we talk about like the weight loss stuff, like the mental aspect, I feel like is you are not going to make progress in the gym if mentally you are not strong and you don't have some type of foundation of um, just who you are. Yeah. And being able to like accept that and, you know, accept your shortcomings and try and build upon them, you know, to not make them that way. Um, cause mentally, like if you, you kind of like beat yourself up, you, you're not going to stay consistent. You're not going to make progress. Like you're your own worst enemy. So you have to be your biggest supporter if you want to be successful. I mean, that exactly. really applies to everything. You can insert the word, you know, take out the word gym and insert work relationships, you know, just self, like any, anything. Yeah. 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 You could, <laughs> you could, you are not going to be great yeah. at sex if you don't love yourself. Yeah. No, it's like <laughs> if you think you're shit, it's something you're never sick. gonna get good at it. Like I used to think the same thing. I used to think I could never lose weight, and I never lost the weight until I switched up my mindset and said, "There's nothing on this face of this earth that I can't fucking do." Like if if I want it, I'm gonna have it. Breathe fine. Exactly. Unless it's women, I, I can't get those ones. Those ones. Those ones. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> Sale pending. <laughs> you right. You right. Uh, we'll, we'll see how that one goes. But uh, it'll be in two weeks. This is going to be a... Uh... A.K.A. Dean's going to be starting a side <laughs> podcast about his love life. I hope oh, all of you yeah, tune no, in. We were, we were talking about it earlier. I'm like, I could just on the shitty It's a great talking idea. It is. It really is. We might... We might uh, do Dude, we all bit. have some, like, great baggage stories. Yeah, like, yeah, you're right. I'm actually down to do, like... Uh, we'll call it bad touch. Bad <laughs> I'm down. I'm so down. Uh, <laughs> coming to a but podcast hey, near you but when you, when you build strong foundations oh, you don't you. get so beat up when you know you get rejected uh, you're right no that's that's exactly the thing because you know i'm having these kind of issues right now so you know i'm the pending sale and <laughs> and uh so i sound like such a piece of shit for prayer <laughs> i like it though but no and um and like we were talking about earlier, a me a year ago, this would have completely devastated me and it would have tore me to shreds and I wouldn't have been able to do this podcast today. I mean, I'm but, willing to say that you'd miss Jim. You would be struggling with your diet and you would probably be I'd calling be off probably work. I'd probably drunk. I'd probably be drunk right yeah, now. Dude. Very drunk. And yeah. Yeah. Like to the point of trying to probably stab myself again. But, you know, that's besides the point. And but no, it's good because I've worked so hard. I took I took two years off dating. Probably more than that. Probably closer to three now. 
uh, off dating off girls pretty much entirely. Off uh, men? <laughs> don't call me out, Bacon. <laughs> but, well, not everything. Yeah, not, not everything. Just one But Jesus. Sorry. Um, but no, I had taken the time off because I, I recognized that I I did not love myself. And, and I wasn't confident in my ability to be able to be with somebody because I didn't have the foundations of my own mentality built because I knew that if I got the rejection, it was going to break me. I knew if I got the bad compliment, it was going to break me. I knew if somebody called me out for something, it was going to break me. I knew how much could break me and I wanted to be strong enough. And it's like, I, I uh, was talking to this girl I'm talking to. I'm like, like I'm very proud of who I've built myself to become. Um, I, I have made myself a person that is strong enough to where no matter what happens, you cannot break me. You cannot bring me down. Like there, there's nothing that can really, you know, uh, undermine me anymore. Well, and the great thing is even, even today when, you know, you kind of were almost like having second guesses about some stuff, like, you know, you had enough, <clears throat> enough going on to be like, Hey, I want to talk about this. And then like, you know, I was able to give you my perspective because I used to be kind of in the same boat before I got married and stuff like that, where, Dude, stuff like that used to devastate me all the time. Like, I'd get really down. Like, oh, I think things are going great. And then, like, oh, no. Like, it's not going great. It's really not. Yeah. They're sleeping with somebody else. Well, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> but, and that's, that goes to, with everything in life. Like, you're, with your gym and every, with uh, your work or your, your career, your passions, whatever it is. Like, it, you can think things are going really good. And you're, it's inevitable that you're going to hit some kind of setback or some kind of snag along the way. But that's a test that life is throwing out at you. And again, like we've said a few times in the last few episodes, it's at that point you have two options. You can adapt to it or you can die. You can quit and you can fall off. Or you can, you know, brush it off, get back on your feet and keep moving forward with it. Or you could be insane and just keep retrying the same shit over and over Or again. you can just keep retrying the same shit over and over, Megan. AKA, it never worked. <laughs> <laughs> your your face work. on that one. I know, I was like, God, She tried for like, eight years. Shut up. Yeah, yeah. Hey, We've all at this table been through some like you guys went through some stupid shit. Like you did it to yourself at some point where oh, yeah. you were just punishing oh, yourself. Yeah. No, there, I don't 100%. think I guarantee that there's not a single person on the face of the planet who hasn't tortured themselves in some ways. But the difference is a lot of the people they don't ever learn from it. They keep doing the same thing. Not only do they learn from it, they don't even acknowledge it. Exactly. Like that's actually what they're doing. Yeah, they're like you know, well they don't see what they're doing as a problem. I don't no. think. Yeah, they just push off blame on something else. It's like, no, 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 that's it's nothing. It's not a big deal. No, it is yeah. a big deal. You yes. know, it's like uh like uh, some some friends of mine that have been struggling with weight loss that I've been trying to help, but they they keep falling off the nutrition side and then they come in the gym and and uh, I actually yelled at one of them pretty good. A, I was you know, I'm in a thousand calorie deficit right now, so like at the end of my workouts Hangry. I can get pretty pretty crabby. And so she came up and she just started bitching and she's like, I'm just so bloated right now and and, uh, you know, like, I'm not, I'm not losing the weight, blah, 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 blah. And, and I'm like, yeah, Dean, why the <laughs> fuck did you yell at me at the gym? <laughs> not, with you. not this time. Not this and, time. Uh, but, but I'm like, you can do something about it. She's like, what do you mean? I'm like, eat better. And she's like, well, it's not that. I'm like, no, it is like, you're, you're like, I know what you eat. It's not, not conducive to what's trying to do. Like, yeah, periods suck. You're going to get bloated. It's going to, but you can, um, minimize the effects or the side effects of your periods by eating clean, eating healthy, and getting all the nutrients that you that you need, and 
Because, I mean, like, it's just like everything else. Like, if you if you eat clean for 90% of the time and you go have a shitty meal, you're going to get bloated. So now when you're eating shitty meals all the time and that time of the month comes around, you're like, you're living in a constant state of bloat. So you don't feel like you're bloated because that's just your normal. And now when you get a little extra bloated, it's you're really bloated, right? Mm-hmm. So if you're, if you, if you live in that cleaner space, then like you can negate those effects. Well, like even with Megan, there's, we go through this every month. She does the same thing. She's like, I'm bloated. And I'm like, so what do we know? You're on your period, and we know as soon as you get off your period, the you're bloating. You're not going to be bloated anymore, and she's going to have what she calls her fluffy contours, where she can see the shadow, the light plays, and it like looks like she's got like some definition cuts or whatever, because she's like leaning out a bit. She's definitely losing weight, so you can see that better, but you can't see that when she's on her period because she's a little bloated. I'm like, we know this is temporary. We go through this every month. Like you're beating yourself up because right now you can't see a difference, and you feel like you're gaining weight. And we both know that. This is not actual weight. This is you on your period. Mm-hmm. Like, stop letting this play a mental. It just sucks. Me- she so like plays much. mental games with herself, and she just like puts herself through shit she doesn't need to. Like, like as part of the female hormone cycle, which we went over in the one episode, but you really get like one week, one fucking great week where you're like energy is up and your bloating is down and you look and feel fucking amazing, and then it's all downhill. From I get there. every week. <laughs> But, but the thing about it, though, is like there are things it. you can do. And I mean, I'm not going to pretend like I know all of them, but look at all these professional female athletes. Out oh, there. yeah. No, it's they definitely it doable. Those times. You can do it, but you have to be. I think a lot of people need to be more patient with themselves. Yeah. Uh, it's like I think I said in another episode, a whole quote from uh, Tony Robbins, where it's like you you seem to be more patient with yourself. Like you have so much time and yet people just want the results right now. Yeah. And if you just give yourself a little bit more love and a little bit more time, you'll see all that you can be. Also, we've been over this a million times. This is a lifestyle change. So your diet should be first and foremost over the gym. You're going to yield better results about your body through dieting than you are going to the gym. Yeah. As far as a healthy aspect. So, like, if you're not doing the dieting part right, the gym stuff's not going to be able to change that. It's pretty much physically impossible to overwork or or exercise off a bad diet because yeah. you can easily i mean you would be surprised but depending on how bad your diet is you can easily eat three to maybe even seven thousand calories over your limit which is one to two pounds i think 3500 pounds yeah. is about or 3500 3, calories, calories is about a pound yeah so but and so you know you could easily eat that today if if you went to, I eat that every day. I was gonna say, but if <laughs> not now, not on no, your I'm cut. I'm saying, I'm You're saying right. over, over oh, whatever okay, your okay, calorie yeah, limit. Yeah, yeah. So you have eaten enough to legitimately put on an extra pound or two. You can do that in a day, depending on where you go, what you eat, how much you mm-hmm. eat. Um, how long is it gonna take you to burn 3,500 calories at the gym? Yeah, it, it takes a long time. In, in the I work out on a cardio and everything <clears> like. If you are one of the upper echelon and do some of the most intensive workouts, like you're still probably going to burn maximum maybe eight, maybe eight hundred calories in yeah. a workout. I mean, we go for two hours sometimes, and maybe maybe two hours when I'm really fucking pushing shit. Four like hundred. My little watch will will give me about three fifty. Yeah, because like I'll go and I'll do uh, like I, I've been throwing in like twenty minutes of cardio just mm-hmm. to like main, mainly get my cardiovascular health just a little bit better and uh, my breathing a little bit better. And throughout all of that, throughout that 20 minutes, I burned maybe 100 calories, yeah. which is nothing. 
That's why, like, that's like I don't, a peanut. I don't want people to think about it in like a punishment form. But so I know off the top of my head that if you go to McDonald's and you get a Big Mac and a French fry, regular, not large, um, and a Coke, again, <clears throat> excuse me, regular, it is roughly 1,500, 1,500 calories. 17? 17. Go up. I don't know, probably. I just. It's the new recipe. I was going to say, it used to be like 1,550. The mix back. But, um, okay, so we'll go with 1,700 calories. First of all, that is my daily limit. Right yeah. there, we've we've maxed out. And um, have you ever sat down and ate a Big Mac with fries and a Coke? It doesn't fill you up. It's, oh God, it's no! Nothing. And it takes maybe like six minutes to just. <laughs> yep, exactly. Well, and it's like Megan's on. She's overestimating her skills. She definitely would take fifteen <laughs> minutes to eat that type of food. Okay, shut up. But th- that's exactly it. Is like people overestimate. Uh, or uh, I guess well, is it overestimate or underestimate? I'm, I'm trying to figure out what I'm trying to say here. Uh, Randy, you go. They I quit. I they underestimate the amount of food it is. That's like, the one. The so of like, calories. yeah. So yeah. they're like, oh, this is like, I'm just gonna have this. That's one meal. You're typically people eat three meals a day: breakfast, lunch, dinner. Yeah. Typical people, right? Without any, that's not including anything that you might snack on throughout the day. So you've just ate your entire calorie count off of one meal. That's not even filled you up. Now, on my diet. The amount of food that's on my plate and it doesn't even hit 800 calories. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's astonishing the difference. And I'm like full. Like, I, like I eat six big, and I know we've talked about my diet several times, but I eat six big meals a day, and that's still only 3,000 calories. Mm-hmm. But it's like if, if you're eating this clean kind of food, and I know this isn't really our topic of the day, but yeah. this is you know side rabbit hole, but like it's it's important still because, and I can't stress it enough. If you don't have a healthy body, you will not have a healthy mind <coughs> because the he- healthy body, healthy mind, I know that sounds very cliche, but at the same time, it's, it's the truth. And a lot of these cliches stem from truth mm-hmm. because if you're not eating clean, if you're not eating by clean, we mean like whole natural food that unprocessed, that unprocessed food, like that doesn't have all, you, there's no more than like five ingredients on the ingredients list basically. Right. So if one of not, them is not real meat. Yeah, it's the one. If you're not eating clean, your your body is going to be chemically imbalanced because if, if you're going to McDonald's all the time, you are not getting enough protein. You're getting way too many fats. You're probably you're not probably, regular either, which is yeah. another issue. <laughs> but everybody <coughs> needs my healthy poops. So dry. But yeah, pooping is healthy. But if you are not <laughs> eating clean and you're and you because that causes a chemical imbalance within your brain. Mm-hmm. And when your brain doesn't have all the chemicals it needs to function at its peak performance, you're you're going to be depressed. You're going to be more anxious. You're going to have a lot more of these health issues because just because you're not getting your dietary requirements, it's as, it's as simple as that. And if you're not getting your dietary requirements, you probably aren't getting enough vitamins. So like your organs, your internal is struggling if you are not a healthy person. Yep. Now, if you want to, here's my thing. If you're doing everything right and McDonald's is your cheat meal, cool. But like you shouldn't be doing that on any type of regular basis, going to fast food. You know what I mean? I don't even really go to Subway anymore just because of typically all the bread and stuff like that. I just, I think I get more food that fills me up if I, if I prep my own food and I feel like Who it's better. Who food? Uh, I did the other day. Thank you very much. You did. You like 99% of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You feel dumb for trying to call me out for that one. Typically, my wife does prep all my food. She's helped me and taught me how to prep all my food. I saved Preface. your life. You were going to starve to death. Yes. But, you know, here I am, swole as fuck. But, no, I prefer to eat at home because I feel like I get a wider range of food and I can eat more. 
So I'm not like sacrificing anything. Like it's still great food and I still get a lot of it. It's just not name brand. I don't go to McDonald's or Burger King. Like I stay at home. Yeah. When I'm lazy and we don't want to cook, we go usually either to Chipotle. Or in her terms, white people. Chipotle. Chipotle. Or we have the the Ohana poke shop in Marion. It's basically like deconstructed sushi. If you haven't been there, go. It's fucking delicious. Yeah. But that was our little side rant. We should yeah. go back to yeah. learning to love ourselves. It's, it's, it's right there, though. But, um, loving yourself is not feeding yourself McDonald's. <laughs> exactly, but that, that is part I mean, it of, kind of is, because that, that's that self-care. You talk like, about self-care for self-love. Like, you should love yourself enough to not want to eat that food. Like, if I, if I have to go... So there's been several times, like, I'll go to McDonald's because there isn't anything else open. Yeah. Like, uh, the other day, I got really... I can I get really stressed out, too. Like, okay, I'm going to go no, really? to... Leave me alone. <laughs> But especially while I'm cutting, because like okay, I plan to have like a quote unquote cheat meal. So I'm like, cool, I'm gonna go to Chipotle, and I go to Chipotle. I'm like, fuck, I've, I'm up at six. It's six a.m. Nothing is open that has yeah. like decent foods. So I'm driving around like I planned for this, and so I'm like, now I'm stressed the fuck out because like I love myself enough to not want to eat McDonald's. Yeah, yeah, but I, I love myself around. enough not to stop. <laughs> exactly. So it's like, the, but if I was you know anyone else, I didn't love myself in the capacity that I do. I'd have been like, cool, let's go to McDonald's and it's whatever because I know yeah. that. Dude, I can just go get a, a shit ton of like food. like we rip on fine. McDonald's a lot, but it's just, Fuck you know, I'm just going to throw fast food. I don't care if it's Chick-fil-A or Raising Cane's or Burger Any King them, yeah. or Taco Bell. She had to throw shades since they just opened a Raising yeah. Cane's. But no, it's, it's the same, same shit. Like, it's, all, it's all fried bullshit. Yeah. It's not good well, for I think you. the thing is you love yourself that even though you had that, you don't let it destroy you in the process. Yeah. So you're like, hey, I needed to eat and this yeah, is what I had as an option. But it's just like, yeah. But I also know, too, that, like, okay, well, I had this, so now I'm just going to have less food throughout the day. So cause I'm still going to be getting all my calorie goals and all that. But mm-hmm. Oh, I'm bloated. But, <laughs> exactly. And then I feel like shit, and I'm like, this is why I don't do this. Yeah. But then but yeah, going back to the whole mentality side of things is that, like, it's just, it's it's hard work. Just, like, working out and trying to make your muscles bigger, like, trying to get fix your mentality. Like, you're trying to make your mental bigger, your your mental health, your mental space uh, a better place to live if that makes sense and i made the analogy a little while ago like there's there's essentially two sides of you there's you the conscious side and then there's almost another person inside of you and that that other person is is you it's all subconscious things that you do and love and think all those things but then there's the subconscious or the conscious version of yourself that's you in the moment well so many people they don't know and they don't understand the other side of themselves and so because since they don't love and understand the other side of themselves, it's so much harder because then they have these feelings, but they don't understand them, which is going to make them more intense. But I like for me, like I've taken the time to understand these feelings. And I've so it's like when I feel a certain type of way, like I take time to think about it. Mm-hmm. And just like we, we did over dinner, like I, it was it's, it was easy for me to get kind of afraid in that situation and nervous. But then like I, I take a few minutes and I'm like, okay, no, it's cool. Like I understand. And, and I move on because like, I've understood why I why I react to things in a certain way, and everyone reacts to things in different ways, or, or reacts to stress and anger and sadness and all of these th- emotions that are normal for people to feel. People don't understand why they react to them and why they feel them in the manner that they do, and that, in my opinion, just amplifies those negative emotions. Where now, if you sit down with yourself and be like, "Okay, well, why why do I feel this way? Why does this affect me in this way?" Why am I lashing out like this? You're going to start to understand the other side of yourself and the other, the other side of the coin in, in a sense. And that, I think that is imperative to really truly learning to love yourself because you have to know who you are. 
mm-hmm. to love yourself. And if, if you don't know who you are, you're never going to love yourself. I think it's imperative that you also reach out to, you know, friends like you did to talk yeah. about this stuff. And you weren't wrong in everything you were thinking, but like when somebody else says it out loud, it makes you feel less crazy about it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's almost like they're on the same page that I am. It's just like when you're in your own way about certain stuff, like you need sometimes to hear it from somebody else to like put it in perspective. Yeah. You're like, I've been thinking this, but like for some reason I'm roadblocking myself. And now that I've heard somebody else say, you're like, they're right. I know I've been right. Like, and it clicks. Yeah. And that's uh, one of the best things that I did for myself. And one of the best pieces of advice I'll give to all of you guys, go buy a fucking journal and a pen that will say, that will literally save your life. Mm-hmm. because it's just externalizing these internal thoughts and whether you have if you don't have somebody you're comfortable talking about these things write them down like and i know this probably sounds fucking gay as shit but like i i, I wrote i like to write when i have issues like i, I love I all people <laughs> you know what i mean but like you know not a dig but it just, it's just kind of fruity <laughs> it's hey i will do well in the gay community okay i'm just like, gonna let you know like 10 years from now i'm gonna get fucking canceled or yeah. sued hey it's, it's gonna happen eventually <laughs> might as well you know anyways anyway. but no because it's gonna sound just kind of lame of me because like um but like i like to write uh, poetry it's a really good outlet for me and just it helps i don't know why but that just is one of my favorite things to kind of like get my internal yeah. my, my soul's feelings just out so I can read back and understand them. Mm-hmm. And so like I did that and like it, it, it helps immensely. It really it's does. Like, I don't know why I feel this way. Why am I nervous? Why am I scared of this situation? Why am I mad? Why am I upset? Why am I angry? Cool. Write it down. Read back mm-hmm. through. Oh, I'm just, I'm just afraid of this. Mm-hmm. Like it, it makes it that simple. It makes it that easy. Once you externalize the things and you can tell to a friend and, and just hearing yourself talk about it even can can help you with that and that's one thing that has literally saved my life is just writing through all of my emotions and then writing it out and just externalizing the internal thoughts it does help a lot a lot of times when randy and i fight that's actually what i do i go i if i don't have my journal or whatever like i have it in my phone and i'll just like fucking start typing like a mad woman and everything that i'm feeling everything that i'm fucking thinking and then usually by the time that i'm done writing it's enough time that i've like cooled off and i've already fallen asleep and then we're good the next (laughs) morning that too um but no it's enough that like i can kind of like i've literally collected my thoughts here and like you said you can read back through it and you can be like okay so this is a reasonable thing this is a reasonable thing but like some of the things that are in there where it's it's like a spiraling mentality when you're like no you're just a stupid piece of shit and i'm like okay well that's unreasonable yeah like i understand that like i don't really feel that way that was just an emotion coming out the cool thing about that is she realizes a lot of the shit is really irrational but like there are some things that she's really like put down that are really solid you know what i mean but it helps make it rational sometimes it literally helps separate the bullshit from like what's not serious and what is like what is really the problem and what isn't so like when she does that like we've talked about stuff in the past it's not been anything recent but she's like all this is stupid these are like my legit concerns but without putting that on paper it's almost like not real because in your mind, you're constantly just like fluxing through all these ideas that you have and you're like working up these scenarios in your head and you're like, when you put it on paper, it's there and it's like real and then you can separate it out rather than trying to do it in your mind, which it's a form of processing. And when you're stressed like that and you're upset, you can't function in your, 
your brain doesn't function like that. It's hard to separate things out. You write it down, and then it makes it easier to separate out. And you're like, it this is, is so what the issue is. You can see things that are real and that are not real. So, like, a lot of times when you are having, say, negative emotions about yourself, if, if you – I don't want you to write it down to, like, solidify that those are real, but you can write it down and just be like, no, like, that's that's not true. I don't really feel that way. Like, I'm not actually – a filthy piece of shit, yeah. you know, like I, I'm like, let's con let's counter that point. I am a beautiful growing human being. Well, like, just like getting these thoughts out and no matter what it is, <clears throat> it allows you to change your perspective, especially yeah. when you can read back through like, like in the moment it's, it's easy to act on emotion. Mm-hmm. It's harder. 100%. It's harder to, to take a breath and take that step. It's like, I've said this several times on in the, uh, what I took from the Jocko Willink book like take that physical step back and even in an emotional situation take a step back because that's just going to kind of start that process in your head like okay let's remove myself from the situation let's think about this thing no matter what it is and it can allow me to kind of uh rationalize myself and be like mm-hmm. okay i don't actually want to stab this motherfucker in the face with a knife 37 times and then cut off his hands and feed it to his children Oh gosh! I just wanted to stub his toe a little bit, you know. I just want to plant Legos all over his house for him to step Honestly, on. Honestly, like our thing that we came up with, and I mean everybody's got their own thing. Like when we're like really in it and we need that space, shelve it. Yeah, yeah. that's so what we say. We say shelve it. Like, you know what? We're gonna shelve this conversation. Or some people will be like, we'll "Dude, put she's a pin been in so it. pissed before." And I'm like, "Shelve it," because I'm like really mad. She's like. All right. Yeah, all right, fine. Yes. But that's, I will respect this boundary. She's just because she's just like, oh, I want to fight. That's something about your guys' relationship that I really applaud, and I'm I'm very jealous of your guys' relationship because you have that emotional maturity to be able now, to, for the most part. Hard. It's but yeah, hard. But it's I think it's very. Um, and then I, I can't remember what podcast I was listening to, but they were they were talking about like him and his wife, like they will literally like they'll get in the middle of an argument and as soon as it gets heated. They'll just turn on, walk away, and go to separate rooms. They'll text each other because when you text somebody, like you're able to like think that thought out, a and, and bit. for the most yeah. part, and like it's easier to say more. I'm glad that guess, worked but, for them because yeah. like I've already threw my phone at that point. <laughs> I'm not texting anybody. I actually but, well, read I something. think it was more her, his wife that would yeah. do that. Yeah. It's like okay, I need to think about. But this. he, but he accepts that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So he's like, this is how she copes, and like I'm gonna like, I have my own way. But you, you find stuff like that. So me and her, we found that the median ground is like. Well, if we can't, she always makes it, sometimes she makes it seem like um, I don't let her express her emotions because sometimes I'm the one oh, that hits. to fight on this podcast. Because I, oh, yes. no, because yes. I'm the one that says shelve it sometimes, but like I get really heated sometimes and I'm like, I need to stop because like there's just some things with her. So like, my thing with the shelve it that we still have to work on is sometimes we shelve it and we don't come back to it. Okay, right now, what's the last thing you shelve that you didn't come back to? Air it out right here on the podcast. Let's go. Uh, uh, was it something video about video games? We're gonna talk about fucking video yes. games. Yes. Okay. I'm into this. This. Is I honestly, I so I didn't know if it, that was the issue or um, it's probably her mother. That was one of the other things. Like, You're just like so your no, mother. no, no, no. So wow. like, she. <laughs> a lot. So here's her. the thing with the video games. I get like way too over it, and I like. I've thrown my controller and broke it. And I've, I screams like, and it gives me so much anxiety. Yeah. She just gets up and walks. Plus I'm sorry. I'm going to call Randy out. He says every four letter word and discriminatory Uh, thing. And I'm like, bro, this is uncomfortable. Like all my cats run away. I run away. Like I'm uncomfortable. They'll come back. He chucks things (laughs) at one point in time. I broke the door. Yeah. 
had he a replacement. slammed my front door so freaking hard that he shattered the glass in it. I paid like, for that one and I haven't done it since. Yeah. So that's that's something that yeah, we've right. had to talk about. My thing, the last thing that we talked about, like where it was almost like shelved with her, was she acts different around her family. Oh yeah, for sure. Than she does with us, and it drives me crazy because I'm a very like. I'm not changing who I am for any group of people, whether alone it's your family or mine. Like, I don't care. And so she gets this, like, her mom has this thing where she, like, subtly puts her down. And I'm like, I am going to lose my shit if your mom keeps, like, throwing shade at you about your weight and stuff like that. I'm like, if you don't, like, check her, like, I'm going to check her. Yeah. And she's just like, no, no. And I'm like, Megan, I was like, she is not being, like, you think like it, and she knows it too. Like her mom has just always thrown subtle shade with the I stuff that she does. I don't even know if my mom knows she's doing it. See, though. and that's yeah. an excuse. No, but so I, I, I actually can identify right. with Megan on this one because I do the same thing. I've, I'm a lot better at it now, and I'm, I'm working on building a much better relationship. Like, especially uh, with my quick sister. thing, this has just turned into an off-topic conversation <laughs> episode. <laughs> I think it's this is all right there though, because it's, it's all a under little the same bit guys of like. It, I mean, it tie this together, like. And the, the fact of, like, why I was different with my family is because I wasn't comfortable with who I well, When I wasn't with my family, like, I was comfortable being yeah. me. But then I get around them, like, well, I don't know if they're going to like who I am. So then I, I yeah. bottle myself up and I just put on this, like, very shallow uh, air about myself. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to be what they know me to be uh, from growing up. Like, I know I'm not that. I have these other issues. Yeah. And, and I put on this act of, okay, this is how I act on my family. And I shut myself down. Because I didn't love myself enough to be able to uh, express myself fully around them. And I wasn't confident enough in who I was. But now that I've put in the work to uh, become more confident and, and, and learn who I am and be, just be more self-aware and self-loving, now like my family, they're either going to accept me or get fucked. And that's the same with everybody in my life. And, and, but so many people, they, they want to please the people in their life. So they put on this mask that is fake as fuck to try and please the people in their life. Whereas like me now, and I know Randy, you're probably the same way, but like if you don't like who I am, there's the fucking door because I'm going to be unapologetically myself no matter what at all times. Whereas before I was a people pleaser. I'm like, okay, I'm going to act like this with this group of people. And I'm going to go over here and act like this with this group of people. And I'm going to go put this mask on for this group and this mask on for this person. And then when I'm with this friend, and I like in my past, and I know I've talked about this before, but like I went so far as to where I would have almost a different accent with the different people mm-hmm. I talked to. Like I'd be a little bit more ghetto, or I'd be a little bit more southern, or I would be a little bit more, you know, midwestern, or like no matter what, what it was, because like okay, I, I want to fit in, I want these people to like me. But I did that for so long that I forgot who the fuck I was. Like I didn't know how I talked, and but now it's like I'm I'm me. This is me. I'm going to give you 100% of Dean, and if you don't like who that is then we don't need to be friends. We don't need to be together. We don't need to be family. Like, it's, it's, that's how that is. Yeah. I need to clarify that I have a lot of things that I still need to work on, and I am by no means perfect, even remotely close, and probably won't be. What? Like, probably in 10 years, I am still might be working on some of the same issues that I got now. The thing but, about this lifestyle is you will never be perfect. You yeah, will always have something to work perfect. on. But the thing is, is the one thing that I don't have an issue with is I am always me regardless of any group of people that I'm around. I don't care if it's my family. I don't care if it's her family. And I refuse to change and act any differently around any of them. Yeah. And I will always be blunt and honest. And that's where I sometimes get myself in a little bit of trouble because 
like I said, that's where me and Megan clash a little bit sometimes because she's like, she's very weary of like past relationship and like how it is with her family. And I try to definitely be a little bit on better behavior, but there's like, you know, it's really a struggle sometimes because like her tolerance for putting up with my shit is not great, but putting up with their <laughs> shit is really great. <laughs> and that makes my tolerance for the shit in general just really not great. Yeah, it's fair. It's a fair assessment. Yeah, but it's like big, we're working on it. Yeah. Like I've I've gotten her to like see that like up a bit. she is, and I'm like you know you need to speak your mind a little bit. Don't be afraid. She's she's just very weary of like her family not liking the decisions she makes. Yeah, and I think I feel like that's a fear everybody has to some degree. Yeah, but like one of the most important aspects of learning to love who you are, who you're becoming, and mm-hmm. and, and just just being authentic to who you are. Yeah, like don't don't settle for any less than what you expect out of life. Like be authentic, do things for yourself and for nobody else. You know, it's like, uh, like Lily I, will never be. you. <laughs> I know. Like I, I've talked to friends before. Cause I'm like, like, look, I want you to do like, it, it, like do this thing for you. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want you to do it for anybody else, but to yourself, like be authentic to yourself. Like don't, don't do it to make me happy. Don't make, do it to make them happy. Don't make it to do, don't do it to make anybody happy, but yourself. Yes. Yeah, I think the only reason I get so upset with some of her family is because I know it upsets her. But yeah. she puts on a strong face. But, like, because behind closed doors, like, you know, it's my wife and everything, I see how it really bothers her. And I just hate to see that, like, it get to her in that manner sometimes. You know what I mean? Because I'm like, don't. Like, it's not that big of a deal. It's just sometimes, you know, things affect her a little bit differently. And I'm just like, I don't want you to feel that way. I want you to speak up. Like, be yeah. strong. Like, there's a way to go about it being there's a there's a way that you should go about it that I wouldn't go about it that it could still be really great. But that's also how, in my opinion, <laughs> yeah. a healthy race like your partner should want to stick up for you in those situations. Sure. I think that that's why we choose the people that we do is like if I if I get a girl, uh, God's be willing, sale pending, then, right? <laughs> then like I want her to be able to stick up for me where I can't, and and vice versa. Like you know if if her and I get together, then like like. I will be there to yell at where the fuck I need to yell yeah. at. And, but at the same time, like there, there's going to be times where like, I'm not going to be able to stick for myself. And then that's, that, that's just the hallmark yeah. of it. Like, I'm just trying to reinforce her healthy thinking and like keep out like negative shit. Like I'm trying to reinforce like all the good that she's built up in her head and not let stupid things like that tear her down. Cause yeah. the thing with her is she really like lets some of that stuff eat at her. And there are certain things that I do too. And I just, you know what I mean? When you're with somebody for some time and you're like, oh, what's what's wrong? They're like, oh, nothing. Well, that's also a female version for saying like everything's fucking crashing and burning. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's just like, no, like something's obviously wrong. And, you know, you hate to see it. So it's like I try to like help her by like positive reinforcement yeah. in her head about herself. So like things like that don't affect her as greatly. They're always going to play some type of role and it's always going to have some type of effect. But I try to minimize that. Yeah. And well, not like, be my typical reaction of how I do stuff because I cater to her needs for her and her family that she has. And that's the thing is like if somebody asks you what's wrong, like open up, like do not internalize those things, like get them out. Yeah, that's hard. It, it's hard to do, yeah. but like it, you ask. But it's really important. But if something's do. bothering you, right? Like yeah. so so for example, say we record an episode and like I talk a little too much shit about Randy, like if if you don't have I feel a, like this is a dig at me from those episodes again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was but a, FYI, we scrapped an episode because I, I definitely uh, came so, across in a manner that I didn't we'll, sound like we'll I was. Dig you to your wife, but, but, <laughs> I but, love um, her. <laughs> but no, so 
but if, if I'm a little too much of a dick to you, and then then we go to record again, like I and then I see like you're a little bit more down, a little less open, a little less wanting to talk to you, and I ask you what's wrong. If you don't, if you don't tell me, I'm not going to know. So like, yeah. you're just doing a disservice to yourself at that point if you internalize those things and don't mm-hmm. express them. Because if you're like, hey, and, and same thing with that episode too. Like like I I didn't I wasn't comfortable with that episode, and so I came to you guys. And I'm like. Hey, I don't think I'm going to put this one out because like, I just don't like the way it comes across. I don't want any like bad signals or bad vibes. I mean, it could have been fine, but it, it was just, I was being authentic to me. That's mm-hmm. how I felt. And I wanted to express it to you guys. And you were, were both very receptive. Yeah. I actually it. apologized to my wife. I was like, yeah. did I really come across that way? Cause I was like, I didn't think I did, but I was like, man, if it was really that bad then like, I'm like, I need to really think about how I approach, how I do some of that stuff. Cause it wasn't my intent, but that's not necessarily yeah, no, like it wasn't your intent. Your intent was, you know, you were, you were sticking up for you. Like, well, she, like, you know, Megan, Megan can't do these things because this is how she is. And I'm like, it was a therapy hey, session hey, hey. for Megan. It was a little, it was a little too much of a therapy <laughs> session for Megan. I'm like, I don't like this, but, but like I was being authentic to me and I told you like, Hey, I don't like that. But if I would have just released that and put it out and despite my feelings, like, you know, that could have... You'd have been had, disingenuous to yourself. Yeah, that could have had a lot of... You know, it could have potentially had bad impacts for the show and this, mm-hmm. that, and the other, blah, 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 blah. And so it's like, same thing with people and just their, just their day-to-day relationships. Like, if you never express uh, what you don't like, even if even if it's something about yourself, there's something about yourself that you don't like and you don't get it out, you don't express it. Like, I don't like that I I uh, never get up early. Okay, well, now, now that opens the door. Set for, your alarm clock. Yeah, it's like... If you're authentic to yourself and you and you express these things to other people or to yourself, it opens the door for you to be able to work on those things with mm-hmm. yourself or with that person or whatever it is. If you never say anything, no one's ever going to know, including yourself. Like you're you're going to know these bad habits, but like like with me, for example, like I I drank a lot of soda. I'm like, well, like I I kind of wish I wouldn't drink as much pop because I know it has so much sugar, but like it's good. I like it. And I'm like, okay, well, I wrote it out. I'm like, you know, it's like you just you're drinking too much of this. Like this is how much you do or you drink per week. And that's, that's just way too much. And so like that opens the door for me to think about it. Now, like, okay, well now I, I can cut back a bit. Like I, I can switch to a uh, sugar free or I can, I can do this, that, and the other, it, you got to open those doorways to mm-hmm. open that line of communi- communication with uh, your, your friends, your family, yourself to, because that allows you to be authentic to yourself. Mm-hmm. When Randy first told me that this was the episode that we were doing today, it like immediately sparked within me about like, learning to love your new self and accepting and all that stuff. Cause I guess would tie it into the gym stuff again. But like when I was at my heaviest, I was 250 pounds. I'm five foot seven. So I was a little on the thick side. Um, but I would only go like if I needed clothes, I would only shop at Salvation Army. And the reason for that being is because I didn't, know if I was going to get bigger or smaller or whatever. And I didn't feel like I wanted to waste money, waste it on myself buying nice things. I mean, I need to be honest with you right now. Like if you were to look through my closet, there's a lot of clothes that are too big for me still. Uh, Like I haven't revamped my like we've little by little bought stuff. But like there's probably half of my wardrobe probably still needs to be thrown out because it's too big. And like and I'm just like, I don't. I just, it's, I'm getting better, but like, I was like, I don't, I don't deserve to go out and just buy a whole new wardrobe. I was like, what if I backtrack? Yeah, definitely not backtracking. I've been like solid for years now on all this stuff, like through the 
tummy it tuck is. and everything. That's part but it's just of, like of the self love and accepting yourself as you are now. It's like I've worked hard. I deserve a new wardrobe. I deserve to be in clothes that make me feel great about myself. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it was I should really, be able to like look as good on the outside that as as I feel on the inside. It was really important for me when the last time we cleaned out our closet that I had to throw away my fat jeans. I wasn't going to hang on to them anymore. I still got mine. They no, were I was like, they were ugly fuck too. those. I am never going to fit in those again. They, those are my fat jeans, and they need to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Go away. But that's that's part of it. It's like understanding, and in, in, it's hard to think that you are deserving of nice things because it, it's easy to get in that mindset of like, well, I'm, I'm a fucking loser. Everything sucks, blah, 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 blah. But until you truly believe that you are deserving of, of nice things. I mean, that's why I have this condo and that's why I have, I spent the extra money for some better, better equipment for this podcast. Mm-hmm. I have a nice couch. I have a big TV. It's not because I'm, I'm like, I hate spending money. I don't really spend money that often, but like, it's important to me to have better things because I does, I, I truly believe that I am deserving of these things. Oh, dude, you just hit like another one on the head. I mm-hmm. absolutely struggle with spending money on myself like not even things i i have i could have a lot more nice things you don't understand how much like i just we literally stupid example megan kind of wanted a new coffee cup i wanted just one for myself we ended up going out and i just took her hand-me-down and bought her like a yeti one and i was like here you can have it and i'd like Ooh, 40 dollars for a coffee yeah like god forbid we buy two like i'm not even so this isn't like a brag thing, but between me and Megan, we, you know, we're very middle class people. You know what I mean? With where our income is at. Yeah. So like we can afford decent things, but we live, I live such a like frugal lifestyle. We talked about like, she's like, what happens if I were to die? You like, if I died at work, you would get like a $700,000 payout. And I'm like, oh, she's like, well, tornado last week. That's why we were talking she was about like, it. what would you buy? And I was like, well, I'd pay off your forester since you're gone and i'd pay off the house and i'd, I'd probably put the rest in a high yield savings account and she's like you're so fucking boring she was <laughs> she's just like she's like what are you like really that's what you're gonna do i was like well i just i don't do a whole lot like i just i live a very i've had like some rough rough up and downs with like being homeless at one point when i was younger after my mom passed away and stuff so like i very much am like scared like i just save and save and save like Dude, I won't even. She has Beats headphones, and I like them for the gym. I won't even go buy my own pair. I just asked about hers, like, yeah. and well, you know a, what I mean. Like, I could, I, I could go afford my own, no problem. And I'm just like, yeah, I'm just gonna buy her. Well, there's a difference between like, you know, going out and just wasting all your money on shit. Because if you have a bunch of nice things and you don't have any money, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. Like, have what have nice things for what you can afford, yeah. and save up for something that, like, okay, if you if you're working a million, minimum wage job. <coughs> If you want something nice, save up for it over time. Don't blow your your money on it. Like, well, now I can't pay bills because I bought this thing uh, because I said so on this podcast. No, that's not what I'm saying. Like, if you can afford it, then yeah, like get it. Like, you know, if if you have nice things, like like I had a, a sound bar that I got and I wanted to upgrade sound bars because I just wanted to treat myself because I had a little bit of extra saved up and like I sure like I still went and shopped and I found a good fucking deal and mm-hmm. I still got one for a pretty cheap. I think but it was like, like $350 off. I remember you showing me. Pretty was, much, yeah. yeah. Like, it, like, it was originally like 400 bucks. I got it for like 160 And, you know, just do shit. Because, like, that's the, I'm, I'm a very, uh, what's what's the, uh, frugal is not the one, that's the one where you spend money. What's the, uh, like, 
No, frugal is uh, when you say. Yeah, yeah frugal yeah, yeah. is when you so say. Like, yeah, it's yeah. like I, I like to be very frugal with my I money. Like I don't. I don't fucking know something like that. Words are hard sometimes, <laughs> but like I don't like spending a lot of money because I I want to have extra in case I need. It. Like I want to be able to save up my money, and I think that's important for a lot of people to do. Is a lot of people will, will they they buy things uh, not out of necessity or out of being kind to themselves, but it's almost another form of addiction where they they don't stop yeah. buying shit. You know, it's like mm-hmm. I honestly think mine is just I just don't think I'm deserving of things. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I really think that's like, it's something that I still deeply struggle with. Like, I don't think I deserve super nice things. So, like, I always don't replace stuff until, like, clothes are, like, in tatters. Like, they're just destroyed and I need, like, and it's all, like, gym stuff, basically. Like, I don't, me, uh, we're going on vacation next week for just a weekend. And so, we actually went and bought some new clothes for myself. Like, that's the most, like, I think new clothes I bought in once, like, one go at a store. We went to Lottie Yeah. And I, we spent a couple hundred bucks. And I'm just like, I just don't do that for myself. Like, it takes her with me. And basically, her swiping our joint account. Just being like, you're going to, like, <laughs> like you're going to get this. this. Because, like, if, if I do it myself, I'll just end up either talking myself out of it or I'll take it back. Like, yeah. I can't tell you how many times she's gotten so mad at me because I've returned stuff that I just, like... No, I feel like it's like it's like I don't I don't need this, so I don't I'm not gonna buy it. Like I I still wear the my favorite pair of cowboy boots are still the ones I've had for like seven years, and I, I really need to get the soles replaced. If anyone's a cobbler out there, fucking reach out. I will pay you money. Fix my boots. <laughs> and but it, it's just the fact that like the I mean it's it's hard to find that fine line between thinking that you're deserving good things because because like Randy, you you have a nice car, you have a nice house, you have a nice TV, you have a really nice sound system, <laughs> and it's like. So you have these things that you bought for yourself because, in a sense, you 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 deserve them and and you want them and you're able to get them. FYI, and Megan, like talked me into buying the TV and the soundbar. I was totally not gonna do it, and she was like, "Here, just take my credit card and you do it." Yeah, but I mean, that's that's a thing too, I guess, that you need to work on it as well as me. Like, and a lot of people is you are deserving of these things. You are deserving of a good, healthy relationship. You're deserving of having a good place to live. You're deserving of all of this good shit. You just have to believe it. And and until you believe that you are deserving of these things, you're never really going to have them. You know, I tell myself I'm deserving, but actually believing it is a whole nother thing. And I'm working on it. Like That's I'm getting what we better said earlier. Like you just have to keep telling yourself yeah. over and over and over, even when you don't believe it. One even small when purchase it- at a time. Well, I know, but like sometimes, okay, so if I were to sit by myself and be, and sit there and be like, I love myself, I feel awkward and I'm uncomfortable and that feels weird. Yeah. But the more that you do it, just fucking sit there and say it, even if you don't believe it, eventually you will and it will, it will come true. Well, it's like if you sit, again, if you sit in this negative mind space, that's how it's going to be. Yeah. You know, that's like how it, that negative very, mind space is built because it, you told yourself over and over again, like, fuck you, you're a piece of shit. Fuck yeah. you, you're a piece of shit. But it's like I, I even said to myself today over this pending sale, I'm like, like, no matter how this goes, I'm not going to let this affect me. Like, I'm still yeah. going to be doing my shit no matter what. Like, I'm not going to let this affect me. But it's, it was, it'd be so much easier. Barkeep like, whiskey. <laughs> that, that, that's what I, that's what it's easier to do. That, that demon popped up my head and that scared me more because yeah. I was like, I'm just going to go to the bar and I'm just going to get fucked but up. But at the same time, it. like from an outside perspective, I can see that it doesn't really bother you in the same way it used to. Not so you definitely made like, you're just like, you know what? All right. If it isn't what it is, you know, 
moving on. Yeah. Like is what like, it is. I, I I built myself up to a point where like you can't take things away from me because yeah, you're no worse off. No, it's like you, you, it's like Status no matter quo. what it is, you know. And, and this is a mindset for everybody. Like, no matter what it is, relationship, people, wealth, jobs, passions, pets, whatever it is, build yourself to be something that you you can only add. You can't take away. Like I have my foundations so firmly and deeply set in the structure that I've built. I've taken time to meticulously build in a way where it cannot be torn down. You can only add to it, you know? Yeah, and I think that's a great segue to end our episode. I agree. That's a great one to end this episode on. Good job, everybody. So get out there. Get some training. Be loving to yourself. You deserve to have a good life. You just got to tell yourself that every single day. And it's like I always say, be better today than you were yesterday every single day because that's the only way to love yourself and to be deserving of these things is to be better every single day and be committed to being better than you were yesterday. And go Pretty buy good. some shit. Go, go, go treat yourself. Yeah. Treat, treat yourself. yourself. Not to McDonald's. <laughs> Fuck McDonald's. All right, you guys got anything else? <laughs> no, that's it. Peace out, y'all. Later. Bye.